podcast. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Happy Dad Gum Friday. Happy Dad Gum Friday, man. It's uh, Where and Rima on KTSA, and it's a funky Friday. Of course. Yes, it is. Very Hi. funky. How you doing? I'm conscious. Okay. I'm awake. I'm All here. Right. Right. I'm up. I'm horizontal. Well, wait, wh- wait. I'm vertical. <laughs> <laughs> How to get that straight, it's, man. Well, it's hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> it is, yeah. You know? And during the show, sometimes we might be vertical That's or horizontal. Right. We might or be. Either way, you yeah. never know. You never know. You need a nap every now and again. <sighs> sometimes. How are you? I'm good, man. I had a good day yesterday. Got a great day today. Looking forward to a great weekend this weekend. Excellent. It's going to be a little motorcycle weather. I did, you know, post, uh, hey, bring me back my summer. Oh, man, it's been a gloomy-ass week, man. Just, just. Just yesterday was like the the Scottish locks. I mean, yeah. it was just just gray and rainy. It and started cold. that way on this Tuesday, Texas, man. God. What the hell? And I I don't know if I get the sad. You know, when they call it seasonal affective disorder, oh, you're right, just sad because right. of the weather. I don't know, but I just I want my, bring me back my sunshine, baby. Come on. And I, 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 now look, when I say bring back the summer, I'm not talking about 128 degrees <laughs> like August this past right. year. I'm not talking about that kind of summer. Right. Bring back a normal summer. Well, yeah. I mean, just bring back normal Texas weather. I yeah. mean, you know, this has just been a drippy, cold, uh, gray week, man. And we got more coming. Well, do we? More. I thought today was going to be nice. No, today's going to be nice. Next week is going to be drippy and windy and kind uh-huh. Yeah. Next week, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the weekend's going to look good. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we got a couple of days, so, yeah. you know, there we go. So what you got? What do I got? Yeah, why not? Go, go, go. Who, me? It. Yeah, do it. Uh, do it, do well, it, do it. let's see. We got Jalen right off the bat, but I, I was going to save that for later. Whatever um, you want to do. Anything you want to do. Well, it. Eric Adams okay. uh, suing the bus companies right. for $700 million. Let's That's pretty rich, man. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Eric. You're the mayor of a major city, a global city, uh, you know, of global renown. Uh, some folks still call it the new Rome. You're Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. You can't shut up, or previously you couldn't shut up about your sanctuary city status. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Yorkers can't shut up about how freaking great New York is. Yep. With their open arms and their huddled masses and all that. So Greg Abbott is sending folks to these sanctuary cities, and not as a... Now, is there a political, is there a political edge to it? Certainly. When DeSantis sent all those people to Martha's Vineyard, there was a political reason for doing that. But Greg Abbott, when you're talking about 300,000 people in, in one month mm-hmm. uh, in December, yep. okay, these towns can't support these people. Nope. They absolutely freaking can't support these people. <coughs> Excuse me, that was icky. So he's sending these people to places where they can be cared for because we are out of resources. But, you know, in his arrogance, oh, these buses are... If I hear Greg Abbott called inhumane one time, I'm going to vomit, man. (laughs) It's the most humane thing you could possibly do to send people you don't have water and food for to places where they might be able to get that. And he's making a big show about how he's cutting, you know, services in New York for people because Greg Abbott is such a Nazi. Right. I'm so sick of it all, man. Well, first of all, uh, we, we can break down the, the suing of the bus thing here in just a couple of seconds. First of all, he's a sanctuary city, and this yeah. is this is the great hypocrisy once again of Democrats on the left, right? Oh, yeah. They can claim whatever they want to claim, but sure. when it comes time to the nut cutting, they're not ready to do no. it, are they? No. And they don't so, want those smelly, ugly people no, in New hey, York. What, what are you doing sending all these brown people up here? They got a problem with illegal immigrants, don't they? They got, they yeah, got they a real do. problem with illegal aliens, don't they? they do. Who's the, the real xenophobe here? Exactly right. You're it's suing Eric them. Adams. 
bus company for $700 million. He's dude. a racist. He's a racist, and he doesn't oh, I want those. So. He doesn't want, yeah, he doesn't want the. What's wrong? Why don't you like Mexicans, yeah, dude? Same thing. Exactly right. Same thing up in, in Chicago. Hey, what's your problem, man? What is your problem? You, you don't like them? And so here we sit, and, and Greg Abbott has done a wonderful thing. It is the political component is one part. He's not playing games in that he is waking up America when oh, America yeah. doesn't know what's going on. He, the, now they have been forced to show these images of these people getting on these buses, man. Oh, God. They and, have to show it. And yeah, uh, p- politics aside, mechanically. Yeah. You, you can't support that many people, come, even in Texas. Oh. Let's see, Texas. Ah, oh, Texas has it coming. Oh, they're all MAGA-wearing people. That's what he said. People, That's what Eric you know, said. Let them take care of the dirty Mexican people and dirty third-worlders. You know, it, it is hypocrisy of a historic nature. Sure it is. While in San Antonio, we cannot claim to be a sanctuary city. It's against the law in the <laughs> it's state. It's against the law, Jalen. here's the thing. We are a sanctuary city because we're bringing them here. Yep. We're housing them on San Pedro, which has brought the property values down all on San Pedro. That neighborhood's been destroyed, yeah. man. And now we're bringing them into the Holiday Inn, which I've got business owner friends that have business interests around that Holiday Inn. Their their prices and their value already going down right, right. because they're going to be housing them there. Over here at the airport, right? we right. got the, the hangar where we're running them through there and flying them out of here at tax expense. We've been through all of those stories. But here we sit again in a non-sanctuary city by title, right? Right. But we are a sanctuary city by action, right? Yes, we, we're putting them up. We're taking care of Everything. them. Everything. We're a absorbing city. them, you know. That's right. And our city and our city leaders are as much a part of the problem as Joe Biden is because this began in D.C. This human trafficking right. began in D.C. Taxpayer money sent to these NGOs who went out and recruited all yeah. these people and told them to come to America. And our leadership in San Antonio is facilitating their travel. Yes, they are. They called it that, not me. They called it that. Facilitating their travel That's by right. moving them through the airport trans- uh, transfer center, blah, blah, blah. It's a bunch of bull crap. For folks listening, okay, if you want to put perspective on this, right now, where you where you are economically, could you afford to stay in a Holiday Inn overnight to do something? Or if you had to, you know, probably not. <laughs> I don't think I could, and I'm on the radio. I'd have to borrow it from my mother-in-law. And we're putting these people up to the tune of millions of dollars, taken over a local hotel, which we already know it's going to be destroyed because everywhere sure they've done this, sure. everywhere they have put these people up in hotels and cities, the, the hotels get destroyed. Uh huh. Yeah. You um, know, and, and it's it's madness, man. So we are we are every bit, and when I say we, I mean the leadership of the city. Every bit is part of the problem, and I think it's an illegal activity. I do too. I think it is against the state law, and I think that the attorney general of the state of Texas, Ken Paxton, ought to send the Texas Rangers in here for an investigation I agree. and launch an investigation into San Antonio's leadership being involved in bringing these people in here and moving them all about the country. Well, if Javier can use tax dollars to <laughs> to investigate Governor De. Santis in right. Florida. Right. We should investigate what's going on here right. with our own leadership. We've already contacted the Attorney General's office and have asked them to get interested in this, and we'll really? see what happens. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, good. And we'll see what happens. Uh, I haven't received a response back yet, but we've contacted them. So the, the other part of this is that, that – um, Eric Adams and the guy in Chicago and the others, you know, Mike called him Fat Boy in Chicago, and I think that's a good name for him, Fat Boy. Fat, Fat boy, boy in Chicago. Anyway, uh, they call themselves sanctuary cities until right. it's time to actually do it. Now, here's where two, two major things, and uh, these are important things to bring up about the, the lawsuit against the bus company. Number one, 
Bus companies, rail companies, airline companies never are on the hook legally, constitutionally, or in any other way to pay for the housing of the people that they transport. It's, it's an absurd argument. You can go get on an airplane right now and fly to see your baby girl up in Denver, right, or right. wherever she is, yeah. wherever that is up there, and they do not have to pay. The airline doesn't have to pay your hotel no. and your meals, right? Of course it's not. not. It's okay. ridiculous. we got a thing called the Commerce Clause. Which, in, with it, a part of it, with the Supreme Court decision, is the right to travel. Right. It's called the right to travel right. in, in the country. Every illegal alien that has been bust or flown has been bust or flown voluntarily. Yes. They are asked, do you want to go somewhere? And then they're asked, where do you want to go? And they say New York, and they sign a release before they get on the bus. Greg Abbott was on Fox yes, last night, I think, talking about it. we legally we are absolutely covered. Every single one of these people absolutely. are going voluntarily. They absolutely. know exactly what's going on. They sign documents absolutely. to that effect. That's right. That's There's right. no illegality going on at all. Now, here's where he's really got these folks. When they step foot in the United States, then they get to stay because they're making an asylum claim. That's why you put the razor wire so they yeah. couldn't step foot in the right, United States. Right? Right. But when they do, they are automatically allowed to stay because they're making an asylum claim. They know the exact words to say, how to say it, so that they can they're stay here. on it. Yeah. Right. So the Obama regime, <laughs> being run through Joe Biden's yeah, name, yeah. now has legalized these people to stay in the country. And if they're legalized to stay in the country, then they have every right that you and I have to travel about this country wherever they want to go. Yes, they do. So they yes. have asked to travel to New York. Right. We're paying for the buses for them to go to New York and go to a place, as you rightly show, that they are going to be welcomed and oh, provided yeah. for because hey. it's a sanctuary city. Got a Statue of Liberty looking over all yes, this, man. It's best Bring thing in the world in, for man. them we could do for them is to bust them there. Be somebody, Eric. Come on, man. You're a uh, you're New York City, man. I mean, this is where everybody used to come to uh, enter into this country. Right, right. Are right. you? Is New York City so frail? That they can't handle a few thousand migrants when we're taking in a million, uh, you know, every other month or so? You know what I always thought? I thought New York City was the land of opportunity. That's what I thought. You know, I thought if you could make it here, you could make it anywhere. And you could go to New York City and make it here because if you made it there, you could be a, you could make it anywhere. There's a song that says that. Yeah, Madonna went there with 20 bucks and yeah. she became Madonna. See? See? You know? So, Eric, if you really love these illegal aliens that are coming in, if you really wanted the best for them, you'd want them in New York so they got the best shot in life. They got the <laughs> well, best chance. Yeah. You, the, the greatest example of this hypocrisy and this, frankly, snobbery uh, is was the Martha's Vineyard thing. Sure. Where they're crying, they're hugging them, and sure. then they're shoving their ass onto a bus to go to a military base Absolutely. or wherever the hell it was. Absolutely. Yeah, they made a big show of it, but then, man, get these dirty people out of here, man. They're sullying our property values. That's right. Within 24 hours, they kicked them out. Yeah, they did. So, you know, the, the whole lawsuit thing with the bus companies and all that, that's a non-starter. It's not going anywhere. No. He's not going to make it to first base on trying to get that that one done. That's he not knows happen. that, Of too. course he knows it. Of course he knows you know, it. It's a big show. Uh, so, I'm, I'm, I'm glad Greg Abbott is doing it. I, I agree with uh, Mike, who called earlier and said he needs to send the buses south. I agree with that, too. Uh, I think you can send them right back across the border. You can send them to these other uh, cities across the country. And I really, really, really want the Attorney General of the State of Texas to investigate what's going on in San Antonio because oh, yeah. we are running them through here at taxpayer expense. They're getting free tickets for airline travel. 
They're getting housing. They're getting meals. They're getting everything here. And we're not supposed to be a sanctuary city. Well, it's against state law. It sure and, is. And couldn't you sue Nuremberg uh, don't know. The exact, with the exact same argument? I don't know. That they're using against the bus? I mean, from like a right. guy like Eric Adams' point of view and these other idiots. Couldn't you sue the leadership of San Antonio for the same argument? Of course you could. You know, couldn't you sue the Biden administration on the, for the same argument? Well, that's a, that's a, now that's a point to bring up in that for all those that are there, I think 160,000 now in, right. in New York, there's only been a handful that's come from Greg Abbott. Yeah. The vast majority of the illegal aliens in New York, Joe Biden's administration yes. flew them there. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they won't go after the Biden administration. They're going to sue the bus, the, the bus companies, of all people. They're going to sue See, them. you're going to put a bunch of guys. I mean, it's not going to go. But it, let's just say, for argument's sake, it went through. You'd put a lot of people out of work sure. and destroy a business. Well. For, for that's the real political, yeah. you know, well, uh, dramatics that. or sure. melodramatics. That's really what that is. We want to erase these bus companies and replace them with the Federalis bus. Yeah, let the, the Federalis <laughs> that's bus. The, that's what's so stupid about it. So if right. he's successful, they go away. Right. Well, Biden's still going to be shipping people all over well, the sure. place. Well, and that's why you, your your point is correct in that they should sue the city of San Antonio yeah. and everybody involved, Eric Adams should, because the city of San Antonio is flying these people to New York. Yes, they are. And to Chicago and to Los Angeles. So all these cities should be suing the city right now of San Antonio because we're doing it. But they're all part of the same club, man. Of course they are. <laughs> They're all the same people. They go to the same cocktail party. Yes, and they're not gonna. They don't sue each other. You know what I mean? Or they don't. They don't do anything uh, against each other. So it's that evil Greg Abbott. He's so inhumane. Inhumane. Uh-huh. What a Nazi. Right. He's the only one in in this. One of the few in this country who is actually trying to do something about and this. And he has. And he has. And he's turned the tide on this while Alejandro Mayorkas is lying again. And oh, Joe Biden. You know. And we could talk about this later. And Joe Biden as well, because Biden is saying, well, if they'll give me the money, then I could do something with the border. No, they want the money from the Republicans so they can process more. Yeah. Get more in here. They don't want the money so they can keep them out. They're not going to build wall with that. They're not going to put up barricades. They're not going to deport people with that money. No, they want processors and judges so they can bring more in here. These people need sandwiches and finger foods, man. Somebody's got to do that. (laughs) <laughs> what, what they need is to be sent right back. We, oh, I agree. We, we should militarize the border. We may have to. We should have a long time yeah, ago. This yeah. should have happened a long time ago where you've got military and tanks lined up along the border. You may not come in here. Yes, just it. We're gonna mil- All right, we've got to take a break. More Ware and Rima coming up. KTSA. Are you looking for a secure M1071? And it's 725 with Ware and Rima, KTSA. Ohio just became, I think it's like the 23rd state now in the union that is now allowing constitutional carry. Now, Good. we need to be clear on constitutional carry. There's a difference. Sometimes people confuse it with, with open carry. Um, open carry is where they're saying the state law is written that you can carry it, obviously, openly. Like, yeah. you know, you, you can wear it out on your hip you know, if you want to. Uh, that's not the same as constitutional carry. Right. Now, constitutional carry could mean open carry, back and forth. Constitutional carry is where the Constitution says you can carry. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't need a lot. You don't need uh, no, you don't need permit. No, no, you don't no, have to go not. through the permitting yeah. process. We're, Texas is one of those states. We were late to the game. Well, I'm happy we're there. Yeah. I love it. Right. Uh, I am I am licensed, and uh, for any number of reasons, I'm licensed to carry. But you don't have to be in the state of Texas and in Ohio. And the point of the story in Ohio, they have already begun to see their crime stats plummet. 
They're falling through the floor no matter what city you want to look at right. in Ohio. Now they're watching crime numbers go down and down and down because people realize if they're going to go shopping without cash, which is the new, <laughs> new term for smash and grab, right? Shopping this, without cash. Good Lord. Like this bakery where these guys crash oh, the car to the bakery. Right? Yeah. The, 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 the media term that is shopping without cash. Shopping without right. cash. Right. <laughs> Crashed a car into a bakery, stole everything out of the bakery from two old folks who own the bakery. Bunch of lottery tickets and right. all kinds of stuff. That's shopping without cash. Yeah. So anyway, in Ohio... The numbers of, of, you know, smashing grabs and crime is just falling through the floor right now because, you know what, Sean and Trey are carrying in Ohio, and they're constitutionally <laughs> they are. carrying. People are, you know, buying guns, and they're, you know what, don't mess around up here. Well, it's simple math. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is simple math. I mean, bad guys want soft targets, by and large, and uh, with, with the, uh, the, the way things are going with the cashless bail and putting these guys back out of progressive sentencing – Okay, they they know pretty much they can do whatever they want in areas where they know people aren't going to be armed. Right. It, it's simple math. If you're if you're a bad guy and you're living in a town or a state where they where people can just carry whenever they want openly or conceal it, keep it in the car, in the purse, whatever you want to do, which is what we have here in Texas. Right. Bad guys know that. That's right. And they you know they they get a little nervous. It's it's again it's a very simple equation. It, it's it's very easy, right? It's not that hard to figure out. Yeah. And a friend of mine by the name of John Lott, he's been on this show a number of times. He's a professor, university professor. Yeah. He is also a prolific author. He wrote a book a number of years ago called More Guns, Less Crime. Yeah. And what Professor Lott did, he just sat down with the facts. And he looked <laughs> at the statistics. Yes, <laughs> at the statistics. And he's been on the show how many times, Elaine? A million times? And and he looked at the at the statistics. And anywhere where you have, you know, constitutional carry or legal carry or right. whatever right? right wherever you have that crime crime numbers plummet yeah and he just goes through the facts more guns less crime and that's exactly the situation in texas and ohio and these other 23 states that have gone now to constitutional carry. well and, and look at the opposite look at the other end of the equation uh in cities uh where you have uh very draconian gun laws it's very hard to uh, get a get a weapon legally there's a big process, and there's limitations. What do you see with the crime rates in those towns? Through the roof. It's through the roof. Chicago, through the roof. Where I grew up, uh, Washington, D.C., I Baltimore, was just about to say, when you were in Baltimore and, and Maryland, when you were living there, yeah. crime was off the charts it's, in D.C. because they outlawed yeah. guns altogether. Well, it's, and it's always been that way. Yeah. I mean, as far back as I remember, D.C. has had very, very strict gun laws. And, the, you, you, man, you turn, take the wrong turn in D.C., oh, you I will know. freaking die. Been there. Yeah, been it's there. worse than here. St. Yeah. Louis, same oh, yeah. thing. In Saint, been to St. Louis. Yeah. You go to the wrong place at the wrong time. You will die. You're going to die. <laughs> All right, more, more where Rima coming up. Uh, let me tell you about Amogee Bank and the great family team over at Amogee Bank. I just love the fact that you're not a number in a computer. <laughs> I mean, come on, don't, don't get me wrong. you got a number assigned to your name. But you're a family, and they look at you as a family unit, and they think, how can we help the Joneses, the Smiths, the Gonzalezes, whoever? How can we help you? As a family unit, what can we do? And that's what they do every single day. Starts at the top with David McGee, very good friend of mine. He's the president of Amogee Bank here. Wonderful man, has a wonderful staff to take care of your family, whether it's your family's banking or a business that your family owns, whichever it is. They're going to be here for you, taking direct interest in your family's finances and helping you all along the way. That's Amogee Bank, Amogee NA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
Don't miss the... Win some money right now. Yeah, check it out. KTSA.com. Take all our money. (laughs) Take it. Take it. Uh, 7.37 with Ware and Rima, and it's Friday. You said you want to talk about Jalen? Oh, Jalen. Go ahead. District 2. Go ahead. Jalen McKee Rodriguez. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, our favorite councilman. Yeah, we're in District 2 here. We're in District 2. Mm-hmm. This is his district. I grew we up in District 2. in his district, mm-hmm. okay? He, uh, I saw this on SA Current. You guys, did you play the audio? Did you already have no, it? We no, not, okay. no, we did not. No, we didn't. But we can. Do you want to play the audio? Sure, it's like 25 seconds long. I okay. mean, uh, he, Jalen is, um, he, he looks a little different. This is an article. He looks a little different. Now, he's a math teacher and a city councilman. Uh, so he's in front of kids. You know, he teaches kids. His face um, is a little puffy. It kind of looks like he's had some kind of injections or something. You know, he he looks a little looks a little different physically. Uh, and SA Current, I guess people are asking, hey, did you get some work done? Did you get some inject? What is that stuff? Botox or yeah. whatever the hell they yeah, well, yeah, you shove can into your face? They, or- can, they can put stuff in your lips to make them all big it, and puffy. It, he looks like somebody inflated him with helium. He, yeah, he looks like a balloon that could just float away in the wind. I believe that's what they use. And, and he... <laughs> <laughs> and he puts... He puts a video up uh, of him expla- you know, letting everybody know this. he does ha- hasn't had any work done. Do you have the? Do we have it or do you, I don't know if you? He's working I, on I, it. I, I surprised him with that. Yeah, I he's working I, on it. He he, uh, he says uh, I've just been drinking a lot of water, getting more sleep. I'm living a healthier lifestyle, uh-huh. so that's why I look the way I do. I really just want to put to rest any rumors that I've had any work done. Really, I'm just sleeping more than I ever have. Mm. I am drinking a ton of water. Mm. I'm used to being <laughs> super dehydrated awesome. as a teacher and not wanting to take bathroom breaks. Um, I'm eating healthy. Wait for it. It's just, this is really how I'm meant to look naturally. <sighs> oh, this is right. how I'm meant okay. to look naturally. Right, after years and years and years of athletic prowess on my, part, on my behalf <laughs> right? and working out, I can tell in well hydration because I drink water all right. day too. When you're hydrated, you don't get puffy. In, you in don't fact, get the, puffy. No, the, I know uh, the yes. opposite happens. You, it's uh, water is actually a natural diuretic. It cleans yes. out everything, and that means you. It does the opposite. It doesn't yeah. make you puffy. It takes puffiness out of your skin. I, I, I almost <laughs> died during the hospital thing because I got chronically dehydrated right. because they had, they had not, were not hydrating me for whatever reasons, and I did not get puffy. Yeah. I did not inflate. <laughs> I didn't look like a balloon. You're talking about when they were when they were giving you plenty of fluids. At well, that point. I, I went through a period. Well, they had taken me off the IV. There's one day I was supposed to come into work, and yeah. I remember I, I didn't have no yeah. energy, and right. I, I had to go to the hospital. My buddy Randy came by, right. and he he's right. a nurse. He said he's dehydrated. Right. I couldn't move, but I wasn't infl- I didn't inflate. Man. Yeah. I didn't. No, what happened? You guys aren't you- asking the expert Elaine, here. But, yeah, oh, okay. I am the expert. Elaine, how many cc's did he get in those lips? Oh, those are <laughs> right. lip fillers, and right. look at that forehead. Right. Come on now. Dude, Awfully yeah. smooth, Elaine. He's getting work done. Here, let, let's put the let's put the drinking to, to rest once and for all. When you're dehydrated, you will get puffy when you're dehydrated. When you get plugged up like your kidneys aren't working properly, well, yeah. you'll get puffy. If you are hydrated, as he says he is, if you're drinking a lot of water, as he he's, says he is, you're, you're going to trim down. The opposite is going to happen. He's not going to look like – there's 
No. You talking to, water didn't That's do work. that. Water and sleep didn't do that to you, dude. I don't know. That's the thing Botox is, and collagen is what he that says is. He says he can't collagen. He says he can't go to the bathroom while he's teaching. Oh, but God. If I was at Water Fountain, it, I'd be scared. No, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's going to the bathroom or not. If them lips were coming towards me, if L- I was listen at Listen to what he's saying. He's saying he's, he's drinking water and not going to the bathroom, so he's puffing out. That doesn't. That's not how it works. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> just accept the work. <laughs> just say you got some work done, man. Yeah. Now I don't know because the, the, the real the punchline for me is this is how I'm supposed to look naturally. Whatever. This no. is the woman trapped yeah. inside that the doctors messed up uh, and they said I was a little boy. No, you and, and you know you had work. You, you, you <laughs> had, but I I don't know if he's putting us on or if it's meant to be. A, I think he's being serious. Yeah, who knows? But well, it's, this as one what, Rodriguez to another, Jalen, just come up. Come up with it. This is, he's Come a ridiculous on. human being, and he's a city councilman of one of the largest cities in this country. <laughs> we, have a, we have a city council full of them. We <laughs> do. All what ridic- a bunch of clowns. <laughs> the, you know these little kids are going to notice this. Is, I mean, this is here's, supposed here's, to look. here's the other one. We were talking about Mark White, you know, and the whole DUI thing and all of that, right? We are talking about that. Well, the new thing is he was playing designated driver that night and driving other city council people Dude. home because they were too drunk to drive. I'm an alcoholic, and alcoholics have he been saying that. will be on with that. Jack this Hang afternoon. A- a- alcoholics <laughs> have been saying that for a long time. It's kind of the same thing when you say, oh, I only had two. All right, cops have heard it all. You weren't the Desi, okay? I'm just sick of people being full of crap, Well, man. and that's, what, that, that's the city council. That is the San Antonio city this council. This is how I'm supposed to look, Trent. So, you know. This is how I'm supposed to look. As the woman I am. you you're allegedly DUI, and you're the designated driver? I don't I'm, think so. I'm going back to Jalen, because yeah, that is just the most Jaylen. ridiculous thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. for Christmas break looking normal, comes back looking like Mr. He comes, Potato Head. He comes back looking like With a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. You know, <laughs> I, and he, uh, come on, man. You've had work. Future mayor. Future Yes, future he will mayor. be. He will be the mayor <laughs> of this John city Courage. someday. John Courage is next. That'll be the, nail in the, yeah. the, the final nail in the coffin right. of this city. Jalen will yeah. be elected mayor. Right. And this city will be done. Havarta, uh, Havarta wants it, and then uh, you know, John Courage wants it. So they're going to battle each other coming up. But I think Jalen will be, you know, in, in about six or eight years. It'll be Jalen. Oh, yeah, time. You know, he's in years, line. Whatever. He'll be ready to go. And he's a ridiculous human being. Jalen, you're a freaking clown. And I tell you what, I'm going to misgender you. You're a dude. Total. Mister. How's it going, mister? All right, quick break. More <laughs> Warren Rima coming up, KTSA. If you've been hurt in a crash, do your research. It's Trey Ware and Sean Rima here on KTSA. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful weekend, so I hope you can get out and enjoy it. I'm going to. Betty and I are going to go for a little ride. Excellent. We, we may end up the hoity toy. I don't know. It's possible. It the could hoity, happen. What's it called? The hoity? Hoity toy. The hoity toy. Up in New Braunfels. Yeah, I've wow. never been there, but somebody said they thought they saw Saw Betty there, right? And if she's chipping out on me without me, I got a big problem. Well, it, yeah, she's know, a motorcycle. That right. would be hard for her if she goes out by herself. I want to know what's going on here. <laughs> Who's taking my girl to the party toy? Right. Okay. Uh, the shooter in uh, Perry High School yesterday in Iowa. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's talk yeah. about that for just a second here, because um, I, I, I'm believing this is a transgender individual, and it may or may not be, but I believe that that he was. Um, again, remember Nashville. In every other of these shootings, within 48 hours, the transcripts or the manifesto comes mm. out. Well, right. In every case, right. every one of them, that there's a manifesto, it's released within 48 hours generally. 
the one in Nashville was squelched and is mm. continues to be squelched. Now they they've let out a few details, but they have not released the manifesto no. itself, right? Right. And so, uh, and they said, you know, if this came out, it would be a big blow to the trans community and to find out what the trans community is thinking now and what they're doing. Well, and didn't so they say it was dangerous, dangerous to release this stuff? Dangerous. Right, yeah. And so, and and that person, she was a transgender or a mm. tranny. Yeah. Right. Um, this guy from this high school yesterday in Iowa, he ended up injuring some folks and killing a sixth grader, and he's a senior in high school. So something weird there where you kill a sixth grader and you're in high school, you're a senior in high school. Yeah. Something weird. But uh, on his social media accounts, and there's several of them, and they've been scrubbed now, but screenshots are available. He's flying the transgender flag. He's got hashtag gender fluid. Uh, he's got a, a place on Reddit where he talked to him, mm. he talked about transgender issues and called himself, I don't know, Brian Pickle or something like Brian that. Brian Pickle. Yeah, Pickle 66 or something <laughs> like that. Uh, uh, Dylan Pickles, nineteen ninety six, oh, was God. his was his handle right, on Reddit. Right. So, and and it was in a transgender group. So, look, I, I happen to believe that my eyes and ears are not lying to me. Right. Uh, although the final nail in the in the belief coffin, what really pushed it over the edge into belief for me was the fact the media that story's gone. Uh, that story yeah. has been removed from the media. Usually there'd be a big topic oh, of conversation oh, 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 oh. about guns, you know, and stuff like that. Well, and, the president flying there and going, yes. you know, look, not keep your thoughts and prayers to yourself. We need action. Yes. Where's all that? Nothing. Where's it happening? What What? What Democrat? Where's Chris Coons? Yeah, and all the Democrats that always say, yeah. you know, every time something happens, keep, yeah. keep your thoughts and prayers. I want action now. I think it's... It's a tranny too. I think that's probably why. Yeah. Where's moms again? Moms for Action or whatever that group that that thug uh, Bloomberg set up that right. mothers for you know the anti-gun right, group. Right. Right. Where are they? How come they're not shouting about this right now? Think about this. Huh? Dudes are shooting children, uh, or trans people are yeah. shooting kids. Why? Dudes are beating up women. Uh huh. And injuring them in female sports. And and the left, who wear this fake badge of feminism, has been covering for these people and protecting them. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, by the uh, Nashville, right? The elementary school. By, uh-huh. by the end of that week, that person was a hero. Sure. Mm-hmm. Murdered children. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so upside down, you can barely wrap your mind around it. But, yeah, there's only one explanation why you're not, this is not a big story, and that's got to be it. How many times have we seen them on X, or we have seen them on the news, doing what I just said? Right. And that is the whole thing about, you keep your thoughts and prayers, I want action right now, we need to take the gun. Joe would have already done a speech about how we need to take these guns away. Not to mention the fact it wasn't an AR, he had a pistol and a pump. Pump oh, yeah, pump shotgun. shotgun. Yeah, yeah, that's what I And read. a yeah. pistol. Yeah. And so no AR or anything like that. So that also removes the whole thing that they... No, this know, one doesn't it, work for them. That doesn't work for them, <laughs> so it's not out there. No. It's a transgender person who took a pistol and a pump shotgun and killed some people at the school or killed a person at the school. And no, we're not going to talk about so, that one. Well, and let me... I'd like to understand this, too. What is the trans community and their leftist supporters, what do they have against kids? Boy, they're just kids are under assault from that community, whether it's the indoctrination, whether it's the gender stuff when they're five and six and seven years of age, or they just go into schools and start shooting them. What the kids do to you? The kids aren't part of the patriarchy. The kids aren't part of the system. The right. kids aren't doing anything to you. That's right. So why why you got to kill them? Why you got to mess kids up so bad? What what is the obsession with kids? 
right. you know, as targets of some, one thing or another. You know, what are they? I mean, <clears throat> if you got a beef with something, what, you know, and you've got a beef with the system and the culture because I guess people aren't using your proper freaking pronouns. Right. Why do you go shoot kids? Well, and see, here's the other part that really makes me believe that he's a tranny or was. Right. Because he shot himself. But uh, white dude. White oh, yeah. dude. And so with a white dude shooting kids at school, man, that is the perfect fodder for the Democrats on the left and the gun controllers. I hate to say it, but they love it when that's the, uh, yes. when that's the truth of oh. it. And this, this is a white guy? I, yes. I didn't read white, much about this. White shit. guy. So, white yeah. guy yeah. and nothing. Yeah. And they would have, you know, like Air Force One would have immediately <laughs> left Andrews and headed toward Iowa yesterday. Because <laughs> yeah. he's got to have, listen. Joe has got to have whatever he can do as far as a you know photo op is concerned, sure. right? And so that that one fell in his lap. Except there's one little weird deal that kind of messes the whole thing up. He was a tranny, apparently. He's a tranny, and they yeah. can do no wrong. That's right. You know, and uh-huh. it's sick. Look, ABC's not even talking about it, or no. Fox isn't talking about it, no, or there, CBS. I, I, when I was about. tracking stuff yesterday, there was very little information or coverage. It of the went story. away. It went away. away. And you, you, you and I can look back a couple of years where any shooting that took place huh. was front. It was all you talked about for two or three days. Okay? Every single time. Or longer. I or mean, longer. Think about Sutherland Springs Sutherland right Springs, there. We're still talking about it. Uvalde right over yeah, there. Yeah. You had, you know, months and months and months. We I, spent months on Uvalde. Uh, Sutherland Springs, too. Yeah, yeah. I went to both places, right? Yeah. I went to Sutherland Springs because that's where my family's from. And, and, and they had satellite trucks set up there for a month or more. Kid shoots up a school outside of Des Moines. He's dude wearing a dress. Let's just keep this one quiet, Got man. <laughs> because trannies need to always be the victims. Right. It's like freaking Jay Lynn with his his, uh, his puffy face. He's he's being victimized by people asking if he's had some work done. It's the same idea. We are always victims. We can do no wrong. And when we go kill a bunch of people, we're just expressing our anger. We have no voice. This is the only way we can be heard is by murdering children. Well, so... One step further on this, and then I want to bring something else up with you. Uh, had we gotten the manifesto from Nashville, and had we known what was going on with the tranny community and Nashville and the shootings, we might have been able to prevent it yesterday, right? Yeah, we might if, have. If there's something going on in the tranny world that is sparking these shootings, right, maybe the release of that manifesto, that's why I demand it, the release of that manifesto might have taught authorities what to look for in other transgender human beings well, that yeah. cause them to take guns and go to schools. Look, you can do a meme search on Google uh, and see all the stuff that they're posting, right. trannies with ARs, hey, it's time to rise up, you know. And uh, I mean, it, it's a very violent rhetoric that right. surrounds that community. They yeah. And they do violence. I mean, how many sure. times Riley Gaines was attacked? I mean, how many people have been attacked yeah. by these dudes? Right. Claiming to be women. So there you go. All right, another another topic. Uh, you came in the other day talking about the boxing and the oh, yeah, men yeah, are going to yeah, be allowed yeah. to, to kill women in the boxing ring now, which is essentially what it you know turns right. out to be. Uh, Mark Cuban is a very well-known guy. Uh, he was uh, on the uh, early edges of the Internet, made a lot, billions mm. and billions, right. bought the Dallas Mavericks basketball team for the NBA, right. is selling the Dallas Mavericks at this point right now as we speak. He's no friend to San Antonio. He 
he called the San Antonio River a muddy-ass creek. That made people in San Antonio mad, but it turned out he was right. because <laughs> a muddy-ass creek. Because the hippos were pooping in it at the zoo, and it was washing down where you eat. Right. And that's what was caught. That was back then. But he and Elon are now going at it. I, oh, love, I just love it. I love it when Elon's going at it. Yeah, right? he's fun. So Mark Cuban, he's also on the not the what's that show that he's on? Uh, Shark Shark Tank. He's also one of those investors on Shark Tank. He's super left, super yeah. hyper left, right? So he's all about DEI in yeah. corporations, right? So he posts yesterday in a long diatribe on X, if you don't think there's a need for DEI and it doesn't create a competitive advantage for your company, just look at the posts and the replies and the quotes below. He's going on about how DEI is making companies better, and by allowing DEI, forcing DEI into companies, the companies are improved and so on. Yeah, it's working like gangbusters for Disney. Right, right. <laughs> Elon says, oh, okay, cool. So when should we expect to see a short, white, Asian woman on the Mavericks? <laughs> Not anytime soon. Correct. And that's what I said to you the other day when you talked about, about the basketball. Like they, they, they don't ain't hiring any uh, chicks on the uh, Spurs. Well, they're not, and they're not going to have guys. That's right. And they're not going to have guys playing the WNBA. No. Right? No. Odd that. <laughs> Why is that? What's different? So, come on, Cuban. Hey, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Get yourself a short, white, Asian chick <laughs> to play on the Dallas Mavericks. If you believe in DEI. Look, d- diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's, it's a recipe for disaster for any company that takes takes it on you can track i mean target's doing well now with that stupid cup but target the more woke they got the less people went in bud light bud light Uh you know i mean where is he getting this that it's a competitive edge where in the marketplace is he seeing you know what they're like these guys that run these corporations that you know they promote dei they're like the they're like the eric adams of the world who promotes sanctuary city they're they're into promoting it until they actually have to do it yeah, well, yeah. And then they're not going to do it. Well, it, we, we saw that video from the CEO of IBM where he's talking about racial quotas. And the, the very same people, Mark Cuban, did he have anything to say about the guy saying don't hire any Asians? Yeah. Because that's a part of DEI, yeah. apparently, is don't right. hire Asians. Right. So, you know, again, I don't know where these companies that are thriving in this woke culture are, but I, I gather Mark doesn't know either because they're not there. Well, and so with his basketball team, just look at the basketball team itself. These dudes are tall. <laughs> they're tall, tall dudes. Right, right, right. right. Um, and and you, you have a racial mix that's there. But right, that's we have, fair. But yeah. we have primary numbers of, of certain races right. that are in basketball sure. and all that kind of stuff. But if you really believe, Mark Cuban, if you really truly believe in DEI, then I want to play for the Dallas Mavericks. I'm 60. I'm a little <laughs> over 6 foot tall at 60 years old, and I'm a white guy. And at this point, because of all my previous injuries, I'm not all that fast anymore. Right. But I still should, should, according to DEI, I should still be able to play on the team. Well, of According to DEI, they ought to take uh, uh, women who are living as men. They should have the same considerations as uh, any other person trying to get on the team. Because according to DEI, your ability to do the job doesn't matter. It just, well, all, the only thing that matters is do you check boxes. Well, that's, they, that's they don't say that, but that's really what it's about. Look at Claudine Gay. She's completely, she has no expertise <laughs> no. or background to be doing the job she's doing, and that's painfully obvious. And, and But she checks the boxes, baby. KJP. KJP. All right, more wearing Rama coming up, KTSA. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. <laughs> it's Friday. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Yes, it is. What you, got, what you gonna do? Nothing. Nothing. 
Laundry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good thing to do. I ain't doing nothing this weekend, man. I'm going to do a little bit of that today. Yeah. Mama comes home tonight, so right. do a little bit of that today. Oh, you've been batching it this week. Yeah, girls been been on a business trip. Right, so. right. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, uh, real quick thing here, and then we can talk about this immigration stuff. Mm. It just came out a little while ago that a grand jury over in Houston is not going to um, – they, they've no build, if you will, not going to charge the guy who was in the taqueria. Do you remember this story? You remember this story? Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I and think I do. He yeah. was having dinner, mm-hmm. and the guy came in to rob the taqueria, was flashing around a gun. Right. So the guy sitting at the table, as the robber starts to leave the restaurant, the dude sitting at the table pulls out his gun and shoots and kills the robber. Right. Turns out the robber had a toy gun. Right, right. right. It was not a real one. And everybody was like, get, get that guy. You know, the guy turned himself in, you know, mm-hmm. took his gun in and all that kind of stuff. Well, th- they were trying to charge him. The Soros DA in Harris County was trying to charge him and take him to court right. for, you know, killing this uh, armed robber who really wasn't armed. But you don't know that. You have no idea. You can't possibly know that. Poli- police will tell you. Yeah. You know, you draw a gun if, on me. and If if, if they drew a t- if swinging around a toy gun around yeah. a cop, the cop's going to shoot you. Correct. And that's why the toy guns now are bright orange, or at the very least they have a bright orange tip at the end of it. Anyway, just listen to the headline of the story, though. Grand jury declines to charge, quote, hero, in quotes, vigilante, (laughs) who shot and killed serial thief Eugene Washington Mm. inside Houston Taqueria as he's walking away after robbery. The headline, that's the Daily Mail headline, but it's, it's, you know, that headline is going all across at all, all different places. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> They're quoting right. hero. No, he was well, a hero. It's, it's a way of saying hero. Right, exactly. These MAGA hat wearing weirdos call him a hero. Right, and vigilante. No, that, that, that doesn't He's not fit. a vigilante. No. He was sitting at a table with a friend yeah. having a taco when this guy comes walking in. He didn't move. He sat right there until the dude was done robbing the joint. And then he, as the dude was heading the door, he very calmly reached in his waistband, pulled out his pistol, and shot and killed the robber. Yeah. That's not a vigilante. Vigilantes <laughs> go looking for it. Right. A vigilante is somebody who goes out yes. looking to do something. This dude was eating a taco. It came to him. He wasn't yeah. out there looking around to shoot and kill people. And right. do ju- he wasn't there to mete out justice all across Houston. No. I mean, but, but that's... <laughs> The That's the media right now. I mean, it's it's so. I mean, you you see headlines like that every day that have that twist to it, or right. they leave something out to give a certain impression. Yeah, you, you know, with this with that headline, you can just you could just taste the venom. That's what it was. You know uh, how awful this is. But again, we go back to our earlier conversation where you like Ohio, where you have constitutional carry, like we have here in San Antonio, yeah, in sure, Texas. That's right. that's right. The crime goes down. Goes down. That's right. You know, so, so when you punish good people who are trying to protect other people, it's just another example of how upside down things sure. are right now. Right. And that's again that they no build him because he's not he's not going to face any charges good. now, and nor, nor should he. Good. No, he shouldn't. Right? No. Um, okay. Now, the, the local story where the guy and the girl and the little baby were killed. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got new details. Uh, yeah. And just run through these real quick. Just want to sure. talk them off real fast. Yeah. Catch everybody up to speed. I hadn't heard yet. So, uh, according to the media accounts and the uh, arrest uh, warrant affidavit, uh, apparently, according to the arrest warrant affidavit, the baby daddy, Mr. Guerra, went to this kid who ended up killing him, this Priscardio, 
uh, and and was there to deliver drugs to him. It was pot. It was Apparently a pot, pot deal. Right. God. Right. And so um, he gets there. Now, this is where the story gets weird because the uh, presario, I think is how you say it. Anyway, he says that the baby daddy, Gara, pulled out a gun and was waving a gun at him. And he took the gun or grabbed his hand or something, ended up shooting baby mama and the baby, right? And then turned it on the, the baby daddy and shot him. And so he's building a self-defense a case. Yeah, there's a couple of problems with that that we already know about. Well, <laughs> according to the police, the two were shot in the head. Right. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, you know, Elaine will understand this because we watch a lot of forensic stuff, but when you execute somebody and you put it to their head, you know, it's a, a dramatically different wound. You know this, Correct. obviously, than if you're a few feet away. Correct. Now, the one thing they won't have is residue on his fingers because it's been days and days, right. so he's able to clean up. Right. Right. But it sounds to me like he capped them both right in the back of the head. Right. If they were both shot in the back of the head, that's pretty clear. That's, it, yeah, that's not you, arguable. You can't make a that. self-defense claim with right. that. Right, right. So that's the claim he's making. Right. right? That's, and he's, by the way, innocent until proven guilty. Oh, sure. Right, sure. Okay. Uh, and, and, of course, the police say, no, that's not how it happened because there was a blunt tra- trauma, blunt force trauma wound, like you're talking about, to the head of the baby daddy, Gara. Mm. Uh, so... I have no idea how it's going to shake out if this guy is going to have you know any grounds whatsoever to try to skate on a self de- self defense plea. If he's convicted, I'm with the family of Gara, and that's an execution because oh, yeah. this would be a cap murder offense. That's what this is. Well, where's the gun? You know, right. I mean, uh, if if it was his gun, then certainly you would be able to find es- uh, evidence or testimony that he had this gun in his possession before he went to this apartment or whatever it was. I mean, if the guy is saying he took his gun, is right? That's right. what he's claiming. The guy pulled a piece on him. <laughs> he took it away from him, shoots the baby mama for some reason, you know, right. Right. I guess in the melee or whatever he's trying to claim. Yep. But the wounds will tell everything. Sure. You, you can't get away can't from get away forensic from science. Uh, especially th- nowadays, right? No. Yeah. It's, it's, this is not no. Bonnie and Clyde we're talking no. about. No. And, uh, and so the police were able to find the two suspects in the case, the dad and the son. They were able to find them because the mama had her phone next to her in the car. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so all the police did, they went, oh, well, hey, look, there's the phone. you know. And they got into the phone and looked up her history of Google Maps. Right. And there it was, the apartment or hotel or uh, apartment or house or whatever it was, where they were going to deliver the dope. Right. Like, okay. So the cops just went, let's go there. <laughs> and they went there, yeah. and the truck that's in the surveillance video was parked out front. And they were like, yeah, they pretty much knew. Oh, no. When they went up and knocked yeah. on the door, the dad, Ramon, answered the door. Apparently, this is all according to the arrest sure, affidavit. Sure. That's all we, we have to go by. He answered the front door and said, got me. I know why you're here. Yeah, uh, I think Junior uh, decided to be a Billy badass and then uh, realized what he'd done and called his old man to fix it for him or whatever, and it didn't go well for him. But again, forensics are, are going to tell the story. And it, what, what I keep coming back to, though, this was apparently a pot deal. Yep, apparently. You don't tend to see stuff like this with pot deals, you know what I mean? So I... I it's it's a very disturbing case because uh, uh, this was an 18-year-old woman who was about to have a child. I don't know who you got to be to shoot a woman who is very obviously pregnant. But uh, apparently this young man allegedly is that guy. 
And I, no, the, 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 obviously they got to put up some kind of a defense. But that's a pretty weak one. <laughs> that there I was would, a fight, and I, I took think. the gun away from him and yep. shot her uh, by right. accident. Right. I'm assuming. Yeah, and and so cops will tell you, and I, I know you know them, and I do too. That cops will say, "Look, here's here's part of what we deal with. These guys they they order their their dope, marijuana, whatever you know, could be hard drugs, and they don't have the money to pay for it. So when the dope arrives, before they get a chance to to, to work the deal or whatever." They kill the delivery person and take the money. It happens. It happens frequently. Well, yeah, it I mean, could have been that all, simple. I don't all know. All kinds of things that could have gone wrong. Right. You know, I mean, it's just over a pot deal. It's like, damn. So two people, three people died over some weed. Right. And I'm not saying it's justifiable in any other case, but you know, you you're talking about moving a lot of crystal meth or pills or opioids or cocaine. That's when you tend to hear about these kinds of. You know, deals gone bad, violence, but man, a pot deal. And and that guy, that the guy who was the alleged shooter, he looks like a baby. I mean, he just looks like a little kid, man. So you know, uh, arguably, uh, a whole bunch of people's lives are either ended or ruined over what? Some weed and money, pretty much. <laughs> you know, but you know, crap. but you know what, Sean? That's a regular occurrence in our city. Well, it, it is, is a regular yeah. occurrence in San Antonio for drug deals to go bad. Well, sure. And somebody ends up dying because a drug deal. And a lot of times it is as simple as pot. It really is. It's not. I mean, sometimes it is meth and stuff like that that you're talking about. But a lot of times people get killed over pot in this city. They, well, it just happens. Yeah, it, it does, you know. But it's just when you, when you kind of look at the hierarchy of drugs and the amount of money that goes into oh, what the popular drugs are, yeah. the fact that this went down over a pot deal is kind of like, whoa. So you know, if you're buying weed in, in San Antonio, <laughs> you may want to you may want to second you know think that over a little. And what I thought at first, I I had it backwards, and this was days ago when I was first thinking about this story because I had a, an ex friend, a former friend that was killed after he owed money to drug people right. a long time. Oh, if ago. you owe money, you're in you're in a and bad that's, place. That's man. what that seemed like to me because if. If if the couple with the baby had owed money to a drug dealer, like a legit, you know, cartel kind of guy, they don't care if there's a baby involved or whatever. Everybody dies. Well, but they're you also know. going to be a little neater about the kill oh, than course. this thing. Of course. You know, I mean, this this was obviously something that was not planned. I mean, it could have been something. I mean, I, I read about where this happens, where the drug dealer shows up and they kill him so they can take the money and the drugs. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, I, yeah. if he if he owed him money, it's not likely he went over to his place unless he was going to pay it. But then he wouldn't have been shot. But like so I was saying I, a second know. ago, cops have told me that they have that situation where the guy orders the drugs, but he knows he doesn't have the money. So when the dealer gets there, he kills the dealer and takes the drugs. Well, yeah. And uh, you know, in any event, a lot of people's lives are ruined, and and three people are dead for something stupid. Really Again, stupid. really stupid. Really stupid. You know, and you get to our station in life, and you realize how stupid that precious is. life is. And, you know. <laughs> so anyway, another day in San Antonio, Texas. <sighs> Quick break. More wearing rhyming coming up. KTSA. Thomas J. Henry Law has more than two thousand. Somebody driving by with their subwoofer going on. I just trunk. heard a rumbling noise. <laughs> they do it all the time here on Eisenhower. They come down and they got the subwoofer going. Oh yeah, it's like when I'm rolling down New Gilbo with them. <laughs> Blasting George Michael, and yeah. uh, somebody pulls up next to me. Exactly right. Looking at me like I'm not a tough guy. Uh, 822 with Warren and Rima, KTSA. Well, speaking of music, yeah, Green Day's been in the news. They, they did the, the New Year's Eve thing where they changed up the lyrics of Holiday for you know, the MAGA people and all that stuff, and they've been in the news. I, I've, I've been a fan off and on. I'm not a guy that listens to their records, but I like a few songs that from them. 
Uh, I think Billy Joe's a pretty good songwriter. They're coming to Austin in September at uh, what is it, Germania Auditorium, whatever it's called. Might be Moody, right? Is it Moody? No, it's the Germania Insurance Theater in Austin. Gotcha. Uh, September. Uh, on etickets.com, general admission pit ticket prices start at $1,400. Yes, sir. The average price of a ticket is $1,000 to yes, see freaking Green Day. I can believe it. Sing when September's gone, you know, wake me up when September's over again. A thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I look at the, the Elton John concert, and we, we, you know, I was gifted with the tickets, mm-hmm. but I mean, I know what people paid to get in there, and we were, you know, you weren't paying that much money to see Elton John's last tour. Mm-hmm. And you're going to pay $1,400 to see freaking Green Day? I mean, what are they, you know, I... I I, I, I'm just not a concert guy anymore. I mean, I feel like I've kind of seen all the concerts that I really wanted to see. There's really nobody now that I haven't seen that I really, really, really want to see. Uh-huh. I don't know how people afford it, man, at, the, at those kinds of freaking prices. Why Green Day gets a thousand well, bucks a hit, man? And, and Don, maybe Don could sound off on this as well because he's kind of the uh, music guy, too. Right. You think, of the, think of where they are. <clears throat> Number one, Austin, right? Yeah. So Austin's going to be a big Green Day town. Yeah, oh, yeah. So they're going to pull, right? Right. Uh, concert tickets are like anything else in a free market, whatever the market will bear. Sure. So I get it. Yeah. People are going to pay all that. Right. And, uh, and they're going to make a ton of money. And, but I'm, I'm like you, uh, I'm not much into concerts anymore. They're much rather listen to them on their records because <laughs> it's sound, the sound quality is much better. Well, yeah. And, uh, all the people and, and I hate the, the, the crowds. And, 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 right. And because it's gotten so expensive, I sit up there and they're looking like little <laughs> ants down there, tiny little well, ants yeah. running around. So you got to pay like $9 for a Coke, you know, well, and park. it's, it's, they got to pay to park. You I know, mean, 30 that's, bucks to park and stuff like that. Well, but you know what I, what gets me about guys like green day though, is yeah. that they're big leftists. They can't shut up about the, little guy oh, and, they don't care. And, you know but hey man they'll charge fourteen hundred dollars to right. sit and watch them do uh, uh you know dookie that, that's, they, <laughs> you know they are capitalists is yeah, what they are they know? are i mean they they spout all this socialism communism and that would make oh, yeah. the world better no they don't believe in They're that raking people over sure. the to see their damn show right you know, no, I, that's. But you know, that's that's been the, that's been the case throughout the the history of rock and roll. Well, right? yeah, you know, especially with the performers that take a stance on something. Right, it's I, a do as I say, not as I do. Type. Oh, well, the, all the hypocrisy way. is everywhere. Yeah, certainly, certainly. I saw a video the other day. It's it's been around on social media for a couple of years. It's Cobain uh, back in like 1993. And he's doing an interview with the guys, and they bring up that Madonna is charging forty dollars a ticket. Right, and Cobain was shocked. Madonna's well, what, charging. Don, 40 what do you? What do they you were charging pay? like ten bucks at that point. You know, what, what do you normally pay, Don, when you go? I, you know, I usually top out at like one hundred and fifty bucks. Okay, that's and it. Depends on who it is. Right, right. You know, right. I, I went and, to see Bob where? Seger, and that was about it was one hundred and fifty bucks. Right. Well, see, that's Bob Seger. Well, look so, at this. Right, who would you, know? you pay fourteen hundred dollars to see? Well, no, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> there's, look, there's nobody on my list. They're doing no. they're doing these different things now, and I think Metallica started this as far as that pit yep. that you're talking about. Right, yeah. right. You, yeah. you also have your own bar in the pit, That's and you're true. paying for that. You have access to your own bathroom, so you don't have to wait in line. That's true. And you get in early. There's, there's all these And you get contact with them, like like uh, James and those guys will come yeah, out, and they, they'll, they'll fist bump you and stuff. Right, so right yeah. they're, they're doing stuff to do that. and then But right behind the pit, 
it's three hundred dollars for right. a ticket. Five hundred. I, I yeah, tell you no, where I'm going to go start seeing concerts. I'm going to Evo because now they're starting to show concerts inside of, of movie theaters. Oh yeah, and yeah I, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you that's the best place in the world to see a concert or a sporting event like the Super Bowl because you sit there, they bring you your drinks and your food. They might go to the bathroom for you. You just need to ask. You don't have to ever have to get up and watch the concert and with great sound and a great view right there in the movie theater. I think that's the place. I, to see I got access to my own bathroom and yeah. I I, uh, I I don't know. I'm you just. Know I'm, I do, Trey. I'm out of the... You do the thing at home, right? I stream, the, yeah. Well, see, that's what I'm talking about, except they do it at Evo. Right. Do it at movie theaters. Yeah, yeah but then you got to be though. around people, and they might be stinky. Well, that's they true. might smell bad. <laughs> they might fart and drop their popcorn on that's you. That's true. But again, yeah. you know, these things... Again, it's, it's, it's Austin, so that's a Green Day market, if there ever was oh, one. Yeah. San Francisco, Austin, places like that are Green Day markets. It's whatever the market's going to bear, and they'll I, get it. I can't think of... Oh, they'll get they'll it. I, it. I'll out. pack the place. Yeah. I have no doubt. But man, it's, it's absurd, man. For freaking Green Day, yeah. I mean, they're all right. They wouldn't get it in San Antonio. They ain't fourteen hundred dollars, all right. Right, Don. They wouldn't get it here. No, probably not. Not, no. not this market, but up there, no. all the tech, oh, sure. all the tech people, yeah. you know, IT people, all the computer people, and the Tesla people. I don't know. They're I, gonna go. I really gotta like your ass to pay a hundred dollars to see. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm the same hey, way, there man. Ain't nobody I, right now. No. I pay a hundred dollars to see. No way. All right, back in a minute. More wearing Ryman. Coming up, KTSA. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe. Oh, and KTSA. Yes, it is. Oh, is it me? Yeah. <laughs> you bet. Well, I got another heavy story for you. Lay it uh, on just me. as heavy as Green Day, huh? Come on. Uh, in Colorado, uh, you have a ski festival called Boot Tan Fest. Boot Tan Fest. Big deal every year. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. It's up there in the in the hill in the uh, front range somewhere. And uh, every year they do a naked ski. I'm sorry. You, you can ski naked, like in the they, snow. In the snow, no, you thanks. you get on the slopes naked uh-huh. in Colorado, right. and you go skiing. It's a naked ski. Uh huh. And uh, up to this point, it, it, this is for women. This has been a oh, women's okay. only naked ski. Got it. Where a bunch of chicks can get together and because... get buckers and and go just heading down the the slopes. This year, though, yeah. This year, uh, it is open to women and femme folks. What's that? I guess this is the new term, femme. Uh-huh. Okay, it's trans. Uh, <laughs> according to their website, <laughs> femme, uh, and this is actually from the LGBTQ dictionary, oh, the Stonewall God. Organization's LBGTQ dictionary. <sighs> Femme is now a term used in LGBT culture to describe someone who expresses themselves in a typically feminine way. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who identify within the scope of femme, such as low femme, high femme, and mm-hmm. hard femme. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to encounter the hard femme. Wouldn't you call uh, that flamers? I, 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 I don't know what the hell I'd call yeah. that, but I don't want to see it naked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, if you're a, a woman who wants to participate in the female naked ski this year at yeah. Boot Tan Festival, it might be some hairy-ass dudes well, uh, skiing next to let you. Let me just give those guys a little bit of warning because you're guys pretending to be girls, which means you have the guy parts. Now, a little biology for you. <laughs> what, what happens to guy parts in the cold? Well, yes, yeah, exactly. and what happens to the guy so, parts in the cold when you slam into a tree when well, you're going down the... There's nothing fun about that. 
So, no, I'll take a pass. I think I'd take a pass on that. I was telling you earlier this morning, I'm just, I'm already over the cold. And I just, I know we're just beginning. We're just getting started. But but I'm over it already. I also don't want to be in the cold naked. And uh, I. All I will say of thank people... Thank you for that. What's thank that? You. Uh, you. No worries, Lane. You're not going to be seeing me naked anytime soon around here or in the cold. You know, I, I've, I've interviewed a few nudists over the years. Sure. First off, the one thing I notice about nudists is they have no sense of humor about being naked. You can't make naked jokes around nudists. They get really deeply offended. Well, for the truly nudists, that's... Were headphones during the interview? Uh, well, yeah, they were hearing me. They were, yeah. What do you mean? Well, they were oh, headphones. Technically, that would have been clothing, right? Uh, but for somebody who's a real nudist, there's there that's the na- that's that's they naturist. That's, that's their, that's their life. Their, that is their way. So there's nothing to but joke about. This brings me to my second point. Right. Why are nudists never people you actually want to see naked? They're they're always people. Nudists tend to be people you really don't want to see naked. Yeah, that's that can't and nothing be true. against bikers, but mm-hmm. bikers like it, and bikers love the nudist colonies and stuff. And they're very often people you don't want to see naked. That's, so I'm that, just saying, that's real true. Nudists that's true. have no sense of humor, yep. and nobody wants to look at you. There's a difference between nudists and swingers. Now, swingers they spend <laughs> they spend a lot of time on on the bod because that's their advertising, you know. Uh, and so they typically are people you want to see naked because they spend a lot of time working out and healthy, and they're on vitamins <laughs> right, and all that good kind right, of stuff. Right. They look great, great physiques because that's an advertisement and for penicillin. Them. Huh? Penicillin. And penicillin. <laughs> you need lots of that if you're a swinger. What'd you say? Filling. Vitamins penicillin. and penicillin. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you need a lot of that when you're swinging. And Trojans. And upside-down pineapples. <laughs> and the free clinic. Yeah. Isn't there a nudist colony in Austin? Yeah. Yes. There, Again. Well, there, there's one on the lake called Hippie Hollow. There's not people you want to see naked in Austin. Yeah. Okay. Unless you want to see a lot of hairy armpits. There's no Matthew McConaughey's running around. No. No. Not no. really. No. But, that yes. And there's one. I think there's one south of town. South of San Antonio, too. It, oh, it's a big no, deal. On the south side? No. South of San Antonio, like out, oh. you know, down, down, <laughs> down. Jimmy's nodding, so he knows. I'm he's just, been Jimmy laugh- knows everything. Been there, right? I'm, just, been there? I'm just laughing at the thought of Lake Elmendorf having a nudist colony. Yeesh. Yeah, I don't know where it is. It's somewhere they had a, a mobile home park or something that you could rent a mobile home and go, you know, hang out, hang out there, hang out. Why is it always the mobile I didn't mean home that. that I, yes, a, you did. That was a fraudy. No, it really was. It's fraudy, and I didn't mean that. I, you, I, you can go hang out there. I actually had a buddy, uh, my mentor in radio, uh, Bob Jackson, who was hired to DJ a nudist colony party, uh-huh. and he did it. And he just wore a little sure. bow tie. He said, you, They said, you can be naked or not, and he just he went nude and wore a little bow tie. Sure. <laughs> sure. Play, playing CDs for a bunch of nudists. And, and he, I've never been to a nudist colony, but he did reaffirm for me that, yeah, there's nobody you want to see naked at a nudist well, thing. Why, why do they call it a colony anyway? You know, Why don't they just call it, I don't know, whatever? A nudist hangout? Or, yeah. There's that word again. I don't know. Uh, it's a very yeah. strange phenomenon. But uh, people who are into it are really, 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 really into it. Well, you know, they do that uh, polar plunge, too, and they oh, do that I've nude. That. Yeah. And they, uh, they do this thing called a bike ride nude. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's in Colorado, University. too, actually. Yeah. Well, there's one in Oregon, too. Oh, is there? Yeah. Uh, Don's going to do it next year, I think. But Don, you going to go on the naked bike ride. Next huh? year, yeah. So I've always Chafing. thought that, Well, that's what I was going to say. I always thought that that would be interesting, right? Riding a bicycle but, in the nude? Well, let, let, using too much marijuana in those places. Well, that yeah. too, yeah. Well, let, let, but you know what's interesting uh, about about the nudists is that uh, they, they almost have an arrogance about them, like because uh, they folded in some of the climate change stuff. Like we're actually saving the world by being naked, you know, because we're not <laughs> using as many fossil okay. fuels to we're make our clothing. The ozone layer. We're okay. depleting the ozone layer. 
They you actually, know, that's they, why actually we're naked. they actually believe that that's that's all natural. They call it all natural because that's the way that's the natural way to be. Right. That's how you were born. That's how you're gonna you're eventually gonna be back to that. Right. So sure. w- you know why don't you just stay that and and they have entire families. Oh yeah. You know of people of all ages. That are there and they're walking around and those uh, Elaine, you you cocking your head sideways. Child seriously, abuse. Seriously. If I'm looking that at would be child like, abuse. Yeah, you know, what's that? The kids if I'm a little kid looking at naked men that look no, they like, haven't. They, they have all families. Yeah, I no, think they, 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 they have kids. kids be naked. Yes, sir. Really? Absolutely, they do. You yeah. bet. It's a family thing. And uh, oh yeah, the the true nudists or true unnaturists, uh, naturists is what they call them. Absolutely. And these the colonies you're talking about. They so kids are running around absolutely. naked. Absolutely. Oh God. A hundred percent. You know, from eight months to eighty years old, they got everything in between. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they really do. That's a surprise. I didn't know the kids were involved. That's oh, a first yeah. on me. Yeah, uh, it's very weird. And again, they have no sense of humor about it whatsoever. Don't make nudie jokes around nudists. They get very upset. We man. started this on a skiing story. Well, now, that's the other thing. Yeah. Skiing is not something I'd want to do naked. No, not no. at all. No, I didn't want to do no. ski. I've never been skiing. I didn't want to go skiing fully clothed. That's what. That's where I was going to lead this next as we wrap it up. I was going to ask you, have you ever skied? Now, putting on slippery sticks and going down a wall of ice just yeah. never seemed like a good idea to did me. It? I did it. And, <laughs> and Water skiing, I, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did it when I was an athlete. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was there nine years, Water never skiing? had a... What's water, water skiing, skiing? I, like. I like. I've got a million water skiing. Yeah. We, we had a boat and all that stuff growing up. Well, water skiing, but, there isn't like really large, hard things to run into. Sure like there are. When you're going down there, a mountain. There are stumps and stuff well, like yeah, that. Yeah, but, but you're almost assured of big, hard things going down a mountain you know, that you could when, run into. When, you know? when you're skiing naked. Yeah, that's when true. When you're skiing naked, especially. <laughs> Back in a Yeesh. minute. More Warren Rima, KTSA. This is Lance Hoppus, the voice and personality. The cousins of Leonard Skinner. Who's that? 38 Special. 38. Oh, I didn't. I did, yeah. I did not know that. There you go. <laughs> it's 849 now with Ware and Rima on KTSA. Since we are focusing on the presidential election this year, the yeah. race for the White House, as the big-throated guy just said, 2024 race to the White House, and we've got you covered, covering all the aspects of it. The Joe Biden campaign has already sent out their first television commercial. They did that last night. And it shows uh, the guys climbing the walls at the Capitol because that was of an insurrection. Yes. And if you vote for Donald Trump, you're going to be voting for this. This is what's going to be the, every day in America. They're going to overthrow the country. Uh, that's basically what they're saying. And it's you if you if you support Donald Trump. Right. And if you wear a red MAGA hat or whatever, you are the you're the enemy. You're the threat to America. Uh, not to mention that that's very Hitlerian because that's exactly what the Third Reich did. That's exactly mm. oh, exactly yeah. to a T what they did. They started brand. Normal, average, everyday sure. Americans—you know, citizens of Germany—started right. to brand them the bad guys, and they needed to be killed oh, yeah. because they're yeah. the bad guys. You know, well, fascists always need a bad guy to blame all their problem, point the finger to, and you know. Well, and it also takes all reins off of whatever they can do, right? Because right. because you have a moral obligation at that point to make sure Hitler never makes it into the White House, right? Sure. And if you brand him as Hitler and his followers as Hitler followers, you know, brown shirts or whatever, you brand him that, then all bets are off. You can do anything to make oh, yeah. sure that he never assumes power, can't you? Well, and and what did the commercial not deal with? And what is his campaign not going to deal with? Well, his own record. Let's talk he about can't that. run on his record. No, let's talk he about knows, that for a they have to know it. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute because I, I spent a lot of time on my show this morning talking about that very thing. He's going to give a speech tomorrow at Mount Vernon, George Washington's <laughs> place, right? Right. 
And uh, it's all going to be about how MAGA's wrong, Trump's wrong, Trump's horrible, Trump's followers are wrong, and, and all those kind of things. Because there's no way he can talk about the great things he has done in three years, such as a wide-open border that is collapsing major American cities across this right. country. He can't talk about the economy because everybody's paying more and everybody's right. in debt just trying to pay their bills. So he can't talk about those things. And then when he gets done with the J6 thing tomorrow at Mount Vernon, Vernon and it's going to be it's going to resemble a lot of that speech that he gave in front of the red wall and how so you remember all that yeah, yeah. Uh, then he's going to go to the AME church over in Charlottesville, Virginia, where the shooting happened over there, and he's right. going to talk about white supremacy. Well, you got to get some black people to come back into the tent there. Correct. Because he's losing them. <laughs> That's exactly right. So that happened, by the way, Charlottesville happened in 2015. So he's going to, you know, most people who run for office, they make a case for themselves, right? The case is, here's what, here's what I've done. Sure. And if you want more of this... Then you need to vote for me. That's how it typically happens. But he can't do that, so he's got to run against Donald Trump. Well, it's his own. Well, look, DeSantis and Nikki Haley are doing the same thing. You you can't. They, he can't run on his record. Nope. Look, they did focus groups on the word Bidenomics and saw that it was a big old negative to them. Talking about the economy in general is a huge negative for them. So all they have is going anti-Trump. They really don't sure. have anything else. And so what the RNC needs to do right now is fire. Rona McDaniel. She is Mitt Romney's niece. She does not want Donald Trump to win. Right. She right. doesn't. And so they need to fire her and they need to get their infrastructure together, get their act together, get their stuff together, and get ready for mail in balloting. They get they mm. need early voting like September and get all people in line to right. carry out all of those things. And they need to be hammering right now all the television commercials and showing the footage of the border. Yeah. That's Showing it. people who can't f afford their food. You want to show J6? We'll show Eagle Pass. Yes. They need to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're not doing it. So Republicans, you need to get your act together or you're going to fail once again. You're going to snatch uh, defeat out of the jaws of victory. Now, Nikki Haley, you saw her up there a second ago and you said something about yeah, Nikki I'm just Haley. sick of her. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, let's talk about her. I'm just sick of her. <laughs> because she is being supported by a cabal of very wealthy yeah. left-wing liberal Democrats. They are pumping tons of money into her campaign. Sure. Why is that? Well, Nikki is a neoliberal. She's not. She's not a conservative. She's she's not somebody who's going to bring back conservative principles into this country. She believes in four major principles of liberalism. One of them being the border. Right. right? And remember, in 2015, she said, "Don't call them illegal because they're not," and that's rude and demeaning to them. Sure. Do, not, do not call them illegal. No, they're illegal. They're illegal aliens, Nikki. And she's also into the whole war thing, the war machine and right. being involved in wars of choice instead of wars of necessity. She's all about that, too. And so they're, they're in favor of her. Two things, the reasons they're pouring money into her. Number one is Joe Biden cannot go face-to-face -face with Donald Trump and beat him. It's an impossibility. He couldn't go face-to-face -face with anyone. He couldn't right. go face-to-face -face with John Fetterman at right. this point. But his polling against Nikki Haley looks pretty good. Joe Biden's right. polling against her. So they're trying to support her to get to get her the nomination, right? right? So that sure. she is the one that Joe Biden gets to run against. However, let's just say Joe Biden can't win against her either, and she wins. Well, they the, the, the big money liberals, they still win. Well, yeah. Because I, they've chosen another 
liberal. Well, it, it tells you, too. First off, you know, as far as Nikki Haley, because she's all the rage right now. I can't stop talking about her. What shining moment has she had on the campaign trail? None. She's had gaff after gaff after gaff, basically. But, yeah, they're, they're terrified of Donald Trump. I mean, all this tells you one thing. They are terrified. And Republicans, too. They're terrified of Donald Trump. Because a lot of Republicans are swamp dwellers, too, and they don't want well, uh, the status quo to change. They want things to remain the way they are. So Donald Trump's got a lot of folks allied against him. But, yeah, it's obvious they're dumping resources and money into her campaign. They'd rather him run against her. Well, with very few exceptions, and we could go back 100 years in this country, with very few exceptions, those people that we're, we're talking about behind the scenes right. that actually decide the politics of our country. Right. They chose both of the actors that were going to play the role. They chose them from the right. Republicans and from the Democrats, right? And there was no difference. That's why we got to a point where every time people we'd have an election, and people go, "Well, I went and voted, but nothing changed." You know, right. we, we had you had a Democrat this time and a Republican the next time, but nothing ever changed. And that's why they were selecting the people that were going to do their bidding, their puppets, right? And Nikki Haley is a puppet for these guys, just like Joe Biden is. The only puppet, no, the only person who's not a puppet is Donald Trump. Well, that's why they hate him. Right. That's why they've always hated him since he came down the escalator. He's not of the swamp. He's not the political elite. He's a big, rich guy, very successful dude, but he's not one of them. Can't control him. And you, you cannot leverage him. You can't pressure him. You can't control him. And they hate him for that. Plus, he rolls in and does their job better than they ever have. Because Donald Trump in four years accomplished stuff that any other president could have accomplished. They weren't big, complex moves as far as the economy, as far as the border, and all that stuff. Okay, so he not only rolls into their world, but he rolls into their world and shows them all up in a handful of years. Well, he shows them up for us meaning sure. uh, average Americans and conservatives, right? Yeah. He did well for us. He didn't do well for them. No, of course not. So that's absolutely they want to get rid of this guy because they can't control him, and if he's in power, then we're going to be the, the beneficiaries of it, not them. Right, and and uh, these are people that care more about themselves than the American people. That's why I have such a disdain for politicians in general. Well, they're very low people, most of them. And the big money behind them. And the big money behind and them. And so they're supporting Nikki Haley because either way, if Joe Biden wins or Nikki Haley wins, either way, they've got a puppet in the White House. Well, and the swamp doesn't go anywhere, and the swamp oh. doesn't have to worry about nothing. The swamp wouldn't have to worry about Nikki Haley being in office. Uh, so I think that's why you see a lot of Republicans <laughs> lining up with her. But I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't, <clears throat> I saw a poll yesterday. I can't remember what the poll was, but uh, they were asking GOPers, uh, do you, how do you feel going into this election? Do you think it's going to be legitimate? Vast majority. No. No, There's going to be all kinds of problems with this election. Have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. You too. I love you, San Antonio. See you Monday at 5. Bye.